0: Smartcast You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Techsetra, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. If you follow tech for a long time, you know that the Worldwide Developer Conference, or WWDC, as we usually call it, is one of the biggest events of the year. It's Apple's yearly developer conference. It's actually the event where the iPhone was first announced. Of course, at that time, it was called the Macworld and not WWDC. Apple renamed Macworld to WWDC in 2003. And on June 6th, Apple did the 2022 edition of WWDC. Don't ask me which version this is because this company is just way too old for us to remember all of that. Anyway, 2022's WWDC has a few highlights. The biggest of them being that there's a whole new Apple M2 chip with a new MacBook Air and a new MacBook Pro. There's also new software which is what WWDC usually is about, which includes iOS 16, macOS Ventura, watchOS 9. And while many said there will be a reality OS, once again, there is no new reality OS. And we are going to have to wait for a while longer before we know what Apple is going to do in augmented reality. Anyway, starting with the M2 chip, Apple since 2020 and 2021 has made the move to these new M2 chips. These are chips that are just like the processors that run on our smartphones except that Apple's chips are powering their PCs. And that's not just iPads and laptops, they're powering the Mac mini, they're powering the iMac, which are supposed to be some of the most powerful devices in the world. Now in the last two years, Apple has already updated the original M1 chip. There's now the Apple M1, there's the M1 Pro, there's the M1 Max, and there's the M1 Ultra. And in 2022, we have the M2 which is the update to the M1. We don't know when an M2 Pro, an M2 Ultra, an M2 Max will come, but at the moment we have the M2. And the first laptop that will get the M2 chip is the new MacBook Air, which will have a 13.6 inch screen and of course the new chip. There are also multiple colors and everybody on Twitter seems to want the black version. I do too. Having said that, the MacBook Air will sell in India from sometime in July and it starts at Rs rupees. but Apple will slash ten thousand rupees if you're a student and it will be sold on Apple authorized resellers and on Apple stores. Other than the chip itself, it has a brighter display and Apple says that because of the chip this will give you much better image editing and video editing performance. Now of course we'll have to review the device and find that out but speaking from experience there are actually a lot of creators in India who cannot afford the MacBook Pro but still need a Mac and they end up settling for the MacBook Air. If the new Air gives you better performance, this actually could be a very good thing for those creators. And that's the MacBook Air. For the MacBook Pro, Apple is actually making no changes other than the fact that it will now have the M2 chip. And it'll also be available from next month and will be priced at 1,29,900. That's the starting price, of course. And yes, Apple will slash 10,000 rupees off this one as well, if you're a student. But moving to the software, which is what WWDC is really about. We have to start with iOS 16. But before we do, I have to say that 2022's WWDC really didn't have a lot of new software or rather things that really make us go, wow. That's probably because all of us expected reality OS, but well, that's a discussion for another day. In iOS 16, the highlight is that Apple will now have more colorful lock screens where you can change the color of the date and other aspects and give it this whole theme. And then you can also tag these colorful lock screens to the focus modes which is the different kind of modes that Apple has for work and home and so on. So when you choose a mode, the lock screen will change automatically. And because it has more colorful lock screens, Apple of course wants more people to see the lock screen. And as a result, the notifications will no longer pile on top of each other and clutter your entire lock screen. Instead, they will appear at the bottom and you can pull them up from the bottom. This is something I personally really like because if you've seen my Instagram ever, you will see that I change my phone's wallpaper like once a week. And I love my wallpapers and Apple's notifications just never let me see them. Other than lock screens, there's also something called live activities. Live activities are essentially widgets that will appear on your lock screen. And unlike widgets, they will have, well, live activities. Which means that when a song is playing, this widget will actually show the song seek bar moving. It's not just going to say that, hey, you have this widget here, you can click to go into music. The good news is that Apple is going to have APIs for these widgets. As a result, any developer will be able to form their own live activities for the lock screen. Great work on the marketing terms, Apple. But I know I said that the big thing and the big highlight here is colors and all of that. But that might be the big highlight for Apple. For us, the big highlight is that iMessage is getting edit messages while Twitter still doesn't have edit tweets. Either way, on iMessage now, if you send a message by mistake, you can a unsend that message instantly, b if you make a typo in a message, you can just quickly tap on it and edit the typo instead of deleting the message, then sending it all over again. I don't know how many people use iMessage in India. It cannot be a lot because Apple just has about 2-4% to 4% of the market share in the country. But for those who do, this is a feature that they will really like. And if you really ask me, based on experience, when Apple comes up with these features, Google and all usually end up copying it as well. Which means that in the long run, we might all have editable messages. I don't know if that makes you rethink your usage of WhatsApp, but well, some might. Now, the other new big software for Apple is macOS Ventura, which is basically the operating system that will run on MacBooks, iMacs, Mac Minis, and if Apple comes up with other PC products, maybe those as well. On macOS Ventura, you will now have something called stage manager, which will basically move apps to the left side of the screen to focus on the one that you're working on. I know how that sounds. It looks really nice when Apple shows it. I don't know how many people will use it, but hey, maybe for very huge multitaskers. It's basically a multitasking feature. If you've used Apple's devices, you know that on Apple devices, each app sort of acquires the entire screen and it becomes a new home screen in itself. And speaking as a Mac user, their hotkeys combined with a feature like this, it might actually make for a really nice experience. What I am really, really excited about is the changes to Spotlight, because Spotlight remains the most used feature, for me at least, on Apple devices. For those of you who don't know, on Apple devices, you have this sort of Centralized search function which lets you search across the device. If you're on the iPhone, you simply swipe down. If you're on a Mac, you do command space and the spotlight bar comes up and you can type in the name of a file, you can type in the name of a folder and spotlight search will get you exactly where you want to go directly. Now, a few years ago, Apple made Spotlight Search Universal, which means that you can also search for things online through Spotlight Search, just sort of using things like Siri and all. With this year's update, they are enhancing this. Spotlight Search will now be able to find images in your photo library, and you can search those images by location, people, scenes, objects or even include the company's live text feature, which by the way, is also available on iOS 16. That's the live text feature. In addition, if you search for, say an artist, Apple says that it will show you more information for about an artist, and so on and so forth. Essentially, it sounds like spotlight is becoming more than just a device search. It became that long ago, but it's getting more and more ubiquitous in your Apple devices. And if you remember, there was once this rumor about Apple coming up with its own search engine. I dare say it will have something to do with Spotlight sometime. But other than that, there's not many big changes in macOS either. Apple has made some few tweaks to the Mail app, which will now show you complete previews. It'll show you instant suggestions. It'll try to correct your typos. I'm pretty sure for people typing in India and especially people typing in the sort of English, typo corrections are going to be a nightmare because they don't know what typos we make and so on. One feature of macOS that people might really like is that you can now hook on your iPhone directly to a Mac and use it as a webcam. So, you know, for the last five or so years, we have all really really accused Apple of not doing anything about their webcams so the company finally did something and like most things its answer is for you to buy an iPhone. So best of luck with that. Now before we get to the end of macOS there's actually one very big part of macOS which will affect how you use devices in future and it's not just something that Apple is doing alone. With macOS Ventura Apple is trying to move all your passwords into pass keys. The company already has something called iCloud Keychain. And again, if you use Apple devices, you'll see that in some apps like your banking apps or even some general social media apps and all, you can just log in with Face ID because Keychain is saving your password and entering it directly. In the future, companies like Apple, Microsoft, etc., want to make passwords a thing of the past altogether. And passkeys is the first step to that. What it will essentially do is let your Apple devices become the authenticators for you to sign into services. We'll have to see how quickly this progresses. But this is a future that these companies really, really believe in. And it's probably good for us because who wants the hundred odd passwords that you have to keep today, right? Now, macOS Ventura and iOS is, of course, the big two when it comes to Apple's software. There's also watchOS, there's iPadOS, and there are small changes in that. For example, Apple is going to give you the fitness app even if you don't have an Apple Watch now. And there are some new additions to running and how you track your workouts and how you track running and so on. You can read about them on our website, of course. What I did learn from watchOS demos and all of that is that I do not use the digital crown on my Apple Watch enough. Maybe I should start. But let's move on to the services side because Apple is going to eventually move to services. The big thing Apple announced in the services space is called Apple Pay Later and while it is only available in the US at the moment, I would imagine it someday coming to India because by now Pay Later is already a pretty big deal in the country. Apple Pay Later, like any Buy Now Pay Later service, basically has Apple paying for you and extending a credit line to you, which you can pay for later. One of the main reasons why I think Apple should bring it here is because ever since the RBI's new tokenization rule, Apple has told all of its Indian users that they can no longer use their credit or debit cards to pay for services on iPhones. That includes your Apple Music subscription, your Apple TV subscription. I'm assuming a few of us subscribe to Apple TV in India and all of those other things that the iPhone used to just magically pay for and we wouldn't even know. Now you have to use UPI to fill money into your Apple wallet and then that money gets cut whenever required and when you run out of money suddenly all your services break. With something like Apple Pay Later, Apple could pay for you and just say, hey, pay me back. So it would be a very Apple solution to getting around tokenization. Now, of course, I don't know if Apple will bring it here or when it will. Of course, bringing a payment service to India requires additional compliances and all of that. And I don't know if Apple wants to do that. It hasn't brought the Apple card here either. But hey, one can hope, right? So... We've covered macOS, we've covered iPadOS, we've covered the new M2 chip, we've covered MacBook Airs and pretty much everything that Indian Apple users care about. Or even those who do not use Apple care about. What we're left with is that Apple is also working with car makers to change how the instrument cluster on your card looks. Apple wants to design that as well and like iOS 16 wants to make it colourful. Other than that, there's a new feature called safety check, which Apple says will help people who are in abusive relationships, which could again be a very important feature, but we don't yet know a lot about it to talk about it. What I will say is that my key takeaway from WWDC is that it's getting really difficult for software to get newer. Some of the key changes in Apple software today are things that will happen in the background. For example, I didn't say this before. There's something called Metal APIs, which manage gaming on Apple devices. And Apple introduced a new Metal 3 to take full advantage of the M2 chip. One thing is pretty clear is that the future of Apple's devices are going to be more in sync with each other. They are going to get rid of passwords they are going to introduce newer laptops, newer chips and all of that. And we have to wait and watch what happens. For this year's WWDC, we get to look forward to a new device. We get to look forward to some more colors on our iPhones. And for me, finally, I can look at my wallpapers, but that's about it. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U N T E R T E C H E R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions.